Hi everyone, it's Mark here from Not Centralized and co-founder of the Australian DeFi Association. I'm here with Chris Sinclair, who's an awesome member of both of those groups. Chris, welcome. How are we, mate? Good to be here. Uh, it's it's awesome to be here. We're, we've got the studio, so yep. it's great to be recording in here um, with the new equipment. I would almost say finally we get to do some recordings. Like we've done a lot of tests stuff, but this will be the one of the first pieces we officially get out. It's amazing. Like we we are so lucky to have this space, and thanks very much to yep. Macari for sponsoring us and um, doing all the great things there. But we're we're very lucky to have you as well because you've helped set a lot of this stuff up so um I mean, the, the silent party in the background <laughs> just uh making sure things kind of work i don't know if it's been kind of work, always yeah. been 100 i think when you're a one-man army trying to set things up it gets a bit complicated here and there but exactly exactly um, we've made it work it's been pretty good we've done well yeah. i think so i yeah, think so I but um you know the, what, what we're going to talk about today is an area that is your specialty yeah which is all about um cx yep right so customer experience uh could you tell us a little bit? So for people that don't know about CX, I mean, okay, great customer experience, but really to you, what does it mean? Excellent question. Um, customer experience, it's, it's definitely something that's been around for a while. And a lot of people, when they do hear it, they give the old eye roll like, oh yeah, customer experience, yeah, whatever. You know, it's just mm. a thing there. Surely I consider my customers. Um, but I guess what, what it actually means is, Yes, you have the experience side of things where it's all about making sure that your customers who could be anything from the people inside your business through to the people who you're making dealings with, through okay. to the people who are actually purchasing your products. Right. Right? There's a range of different um, of types of customers you can look at. But it's all about one, obviously, what's their experience that they're getting when engaging with your product? Is it meeting their needs? Are they, is it easy for them to use? Are they going through the right touch points that are benefiting their lives when utilizing your product? Um, and then I guess one of the, the biggest contributing or biggest things that I now explore um, in the customer experiences space is, okay, you've got the business, they're trying to be more customer centric, but they tend to be ignoring what's happening on their business side of things. And the best customer experience is customer, business, and that sort of connection that the two have between each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and that tends to be a lot of the area that, I'm, that I explore as a, as a CX, um, or mainly in the digital space, but a CX digital expert. Fantastic. And you work for a group called Digital Village, Correct. and you're yep. basically like their CX lead there, and you're doing some amazing things in Web2, but I think it's really important for Web3 as well, especially mm. the projects that are doing this kind of stuff. Um, why, why do projects kind of need to be mindful of this? You know, whether they're late or early stage, there's a lot of projects out there at different kind of levels and they probably haven't even thought about the customer experience side of things. Why is it important that they, you know, they get into this? Yeah, I mean, contribute like thinking about it from the Web3 point of view, is it's a very interesting um, way of... You know, as an emerging technology space, it's, mm. you know, it's very, very new. A lot of businesses are popping up here and there, creating these new Web 3.0, um, you know, Web 3.0 experiences, new technologies that emerge, how we deal with Web 3.0. And as you're entering into a sort of a new market and a new type of technology, you tend to ignore the kind of the purpose yeah. that you're having these technologies and yeah. that you're the way that you're setting up these products. You get excited about creating the new and beneficial thing and then you release it to the market 
and no one uses it. Flops. It flops, or, right? Yeah. Like you see it with uh, with all the games that are popping out. You see it with even just you know web platforms. You, you see it with definitely with even cryptocurrencies, right? Yeah. The the purpose behind what it is that it's being put out to the market is completely ignored because you're not considering the end user of that particular product. You get excited by your idea, mm. and you may have spoken to a few friends who go, "Yeah, cool, man, that's great." You should they validate it. it and they stuff. validate it. Some investor who probably doesn't have you know rich idea of of uh, of what. That, that space is all about, gives you a bit of money. Mm. You go out, you create the product and then it flops because you haven't considered your customer. You haven't, you've just gotten too excited about the idea and what it is you're creating, the new technology. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it just, it just flops. So going back to the question, yeah. why it's so important to consider the customer experience of those ideals is because you start to shape a product for the end user rather than shaping the product for the idea or shaping the product for your own need and your own excitement. Yeah. And look, you can still create things for excitement, but you know the expectation of success obviously drops significantly. Whereas if you're engaged with your, the people who you expect to be using the product throughout the entire development experience, you're gonna have a more successful outcome, right? Whether it's, it's, it's good games is a really easy idea, right? You are expecting users to come in to do X, Y, Z in their experience. If I know that my customer is really excited about this specific feature yeah. and I've developed that feature for them, they're going to use it, right? They're gonna engage with it, they're gonna be excited by it. They're connected um, to it, right? They're connected to it yeah. at the same time. And at the same time, if you've, gone, if you've considered that feature and how your business delivers that feature and how your business gets excited about that feature, you end up with both sides coming in excited to create something, excited to deliver on it and the experience is, think, uh, is there. I think it's massively important as well because one of the biggest complaints people have is about the, the UX and the CX, it, you know, all encompassing around that end user experience. Yeah, exactly. Is missing, you know, it's like it's, look at this thing, it looks like it's from Windows 95 <laughs> or something like that or it's from the 90s <laughs> it's, or noughties. It's so true. And it, it really is because it's built by engineers and it's it's kind of in some ways it feels like it's meant to be hard to use and maybe that's like the barrier of entry. But it's it, for this oh, to go mainstream, we can't is. have that, can yeah, we? Yeah, exactly. And like if you think about it there from even from an engineering perspective, engineers who are designing and developing this stuff, right, they, they're still doing it for themselves, not for the business and the ecosystem that they're developing. Yeah, um, yeah. And if you miss that, how the, if you're missing sort of the culture element mm. of, of the customer experience, which is your own internal views and how you manage and develop things. Um, if you miss out on that as part of your external customer experience and those two don't meet together, yeah. again, that's going to create conflict with your product. It could be, you know, you're not creating the right content in the right timeline. You're, you're missing your own deadlines. Your people get bored and you're, you're half-assing some of your solutions. Or like you said, mm. complexity starts to occur because you yeah. start just, I'm just going to add this in because it's been asked for rather than having that desire to want to make it better, a better experience or a better outcome for the people who are using it. What's interesting is that um, a lot of businesses will have, you know, the very interesting, complex way of doing things. And it's really hard to kind of break it down and make it simple. But can you talk to us about how do you go about, uh, what are some of the things, like don't give us away the whole kind of playbook, <laughs> right? It's not what we're about, but like what are some of the things that you would do? Is that uh, I've heard you've, you've done a workshop for us, for example, when we were first getting kicked off with, with all this kind of stuff. But what are some of the tools of the trade or what would you kind of bring to someone that's like, what do they expect if a project goes, oh, we're going to bring Chris in to, to help us out? What do you do? Yeah, sure. So as I mentioned at the start, my, um, 
my specialty is all around like, reviewing what the, I guess, the products that you have or the ideas that you have and trying to develop the best outcome um, for both, you know, the internal and external customers who are utilizing the product. Mm-hmm. Um, so I tend to, depending on what stage you're at, let's just say, well, let's, we'll give two examples here. Say if you're someone who has an idea and you're like, yep. I'm not sure how I want to execute this. I've got a great concept. Yeah. I, know, I know it's going to potentially have a great outcome. What, what do I do? Um, so I will come along, guide them through a process of unpacking what their, their idea is, mm-hmm. identify who their customers are, what are their customer needs, like what's, what do they want out of an idea like this? Is it going to meet um, their own expectations? And then shape the solution around those particular touch points. And, and as I mentioned um, before, what you end up is a much more tailored experience of a product you know, that, that, is, that is your idea, it's your unique idea, it's yep. your unique solution, but it's now considering touch points of end users in a much more meaningful way. Uh, and as you um, shape that solution, and I use processes that help you, you know, we create wireframes, we go through a stage of, um, of uh, understanding what this could look like, how that's going to be branded, how that, mm-hmm. you know, how the shapes are going to be, what's the first step, the next step, you know, creating that journey. Mm-hmm. Um, but then as you get into that solution, that delivery side of things, you then make sure that your customers or your end users are engaged at every touch point along along the development process. Um, and you can use an array of different approaches to do that. I don't want to label things. You know, people often use stuff like agile and yeah. you know, design thinking and all those types of things. Like you want to be delivering in a way that works for your business. Yep. Don't just use agile because it's the cool terminology. It's got to work. It's got to work for you. Exactly right. Um, but making sure that you do consider your customers in that process the entire way that's and i help to facilitate those touch points and make sure the outcome is is always optimal for those people fantastic and and on that note like some businesses might be already a bit more mature in the web3 space yeah is it should you i mean it sounds like you probably should do it early but is if someone's already more mature like along the way can you still help salvage things if it's already like they've they've gone so far like you know when when should people like basically get you involved in their project journey that's a good question. There's like, you're never, it's never too late. Okay. Like, and no okay. business should ever think that because they've gone down or too far down the rabbit yeah. hole that, okay, I don't, I can't think about this anymore. It's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously the earlier you jump onto that, that mindset, mm-hmm. the better. Um, and in that sense, you know, something we were talking about before is making customer experience or making the approach of, of customer centricity as a culture of your business has a huge impact on everything that you do. If you have a okay. customer centric mentality to the way you deliver, the way you, the way you think about solutioning, the way you approach particular products and outcomes, you end up by nature just having a very customer, a great customer experience because everything you do, everything you strategize considers those touch points, considers the customers. Um, Again, if you get down to the then, as you said, a more experienced business mm. who's way too far down the rabbit hole, yeah. yes, it might be more expensive for them to bring back in line with what mm-hmm. customer centricity should mean for their business or just bring in on more customer experience centered approaches. Um, they should still be thinking about it yeah. at that particular point. There's like, still stuff that you can do. Exactly right? right, exactly right. It's You're not gonna have a negative outcome by doing it too late you're only gonna have okay. a positive outcome. It may take a bit longer, you may be changing a lot, but having that mindset is only gonna benefit the business in the long term. And I think um, it's gonna be interesting because like a lot of businesses will see that, you know, they've, they've grown up, they've had a lot of hype, whether it's in the NFT space or in other areas mm-hmm. um, around DeFi and GameFi and Metaverse, but 
they might see that rise and then when things aren't working out so well, then they realize, oh, we haven't actually really thought about the customer experience. So it really doesn't matter. Like you can still fix things, right? That's the point. 100%. And if you if you get into that mindset that, mm. no, I can't fix this anymore, you're, you're already setting yourself up to failure, mm. um, right? And it's mindset's a, mindset's a big positive. Yeah, mindset's <laughs> a big thing about all of this. And, and going back to that point of if you yeah. put customer centricity as the culture of your business, yep. that changes the mindset of everything you do. Okay. Um, and that's super important. And like I said, it doesn't matter how late you do it. You can always reel things back in. Just and have an open mind, obviously. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And, and we're going to be talking a lot more about the journey of what that customer experience is in further shows. But for now, um, if people want to get in touch with you and, and Digital Village, how do they do that? Where are you guys? Uh, where can they see you yeah, guys? Um, there's two places you can go to. Obviously, one is... Uh, through the, uh, this great association that we've been talking about, not yep. centralized. Um, and the other way is reaching out to us through Digital Village at digitalvillage.network. Mm-hmm. Um, all the processes we, we utilize in every, at every step of the way um, from strat- strategy through the customer centricity, mm-hmm. through the thinking, all the way through to delivery. Um, we touch all those points and help people get their solutions to the market faster. Fantastic. Hey, Chris, thank you very much for coming on the show and we'll, we'll talk to you more soon. Thank you, mate. Appreciate it. Cheers. Okay, so we'll do a little intro and stuff. We're good. Let's go, let's go, come on, yeah. We're rolling, we're rolling, we're rolling faster. We're rolling faster, faster. We're rolling the wrong direction. We're winkle by. You know, they were like rowers, Olympic rowers. Anyway. That's the camera there. It's the camera there, buddy. Hi, okay. Three, two, one. Hi, everyone. It's Stop. three, two, one.